Hello and welcome to episode number 191. That'd be Colin. And Hi, I'm, this is Colin. <laughs> I'm Sonner. <laughs> and I'm Zook. This is the episode for the week of Monday the 24th. There's no Schmitty tonight, so Colin doesn't exactly know what he's supposed to do. I always wait for him. You're going to wait a long time, brother. You know, It's the newest play in New York, Waiting for Schmitty. (laughs) Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen are going to be in Waiting for Schmitty. It's going to be awesome. Hey, uh... We want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Uh, special thanks over to trekradio.net, cryptonradio.com, openbookaudio.com, and stitcher.com. Um, also, big shout out to uh, Eagle Moss Limited. We'll always love them. And you know who else we're brought to you by? We're brought to you by Dollface. Hey, guys. No joke. <gasps> Surprise. The prodigal girl returns. What up? Now, what up, fishes? Hey, what man. have you been up to? Because we have been hinting and we've been talking about it, but we haven't had you on for details. What is going on? Oh, my gosh. So much, but I'm excited. So uh, if you haven't been on our Facebook page yet, um, first off, shame on you. And just kidding. Second, uh, we've actually been working on a charity event. Um, It's called the Giving Grinch Cosplay for Charity that we are putting on next Saturday at Matagogo from 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, What's the date on that? November 29th. 29th. Okay, good. Saturday, yep. Just just in case people didn't happen to catch it on the right time so that if they're listening two weeks from now, next Saturday, they don't want want them showing up and nothing there. No, November 29th. So, yeah. um, Their address, it's 242 East South Temple. So we're just asking people to bring donations like food, clothing, toys for families in need. And we are doing a special presentation for a family. Um, The mother has breast cancer and the father has been working like crazy to try and keep up with medical bills and everything. They've got three little girls under the age of 12 and we have been working to send them on a little vacation because they don't ever get to do anything. And they don't know it. Very, very cool. They don't know it, so shh. Nope, it's a surprise. So, and hopefully they don't listen to the show. Uh, probably, yeah. No, let's wait. Don't listen to us yet until after. Um, but if you're gonna come, um, we'd love it if you would cosplay because that's the whole thing for a run to cosplay. And we have a lot of great um, people that are gonna be out there, and we have some great cosplayers. We also have some other groups that are coordinating with us we have fantasy con we have big shiny robot um we also have heroic the legacy initiative stolen droids of course geek girls corp which is my side group um yeah there's a lot of great people who've been helping out and i'm excited because it's it's been getting a lot more attention than i anticipated yeah you're now a celebrity (laughs) here in utah doing this new no. She gushed a little bit. You couldn't she's, maybe you could hear that on her mic, but she she deal. kind of Yeah. She's she's been on the news and she hasn't it hasn't been a mugshot. So that's very yeah, very I mean, That's positive. way better than when you were on. I've she's come been, far she's from been a year. Working her butt off with this. I mean, man, with that committee, the the people who are getting involved are just amazing. And Amber's just spearheaded it and gone full bore and 
She's doing amazing with it. Thanks. Yep, yep. Now, now, I, now she's not just for Clemp. Now she's all kind of bashful. <laughs> now, okay, so we have a lot of listeners who are not in the Utah area. And I highly doubt many of them are going to fly across time zones to make it to this event. But they can still contribute. Yes. And in fact, one of our big things is we set up a GoFundMe account for the family because we really want to help them with the medical bills, um, anything else, just because we know they've been under a lot of stress. So I will post the link itself to the fa- our Facebook page. So it's just uh, www.gofundme.com forward slash cosplay charity. And then it's E-V-N-T for event. But anything can help just because I know a lot of people have been touched by someone who's had cancer and it's just very painful thing to watch and go through and so we just want to do what we can to help them out especially with the little girls involved yeah definitely well and especially this time of year i mean not to pull the whole holiday sympathy card here but the truth of the matter is i mean the reason why there are so many charities this time of year and why it's so important to give is because especially a family like this who's already strung tight you add in medical bills on top of it there's no extra funds for anything and so you give a little it means a lot to them especially because it's going to be a surprise now the event itself is not just for them the giving grinch is a charity that actually covers many families correct yes so that's why we are trying to get people who are actually going to come to the event when you come bring donations because we have multiple families that we want to help out um she actually has a list of of names but i mean the more we can get, the better, because then we can exceed her expectations and just help out additional people that are in need. You, you say she. Okay, so Sheena Rose, she is the founder of The Giving Grinch. And so um, she's just been working her butt off on getting names and everything. And she actually has her own boutique that she's doing Saturday. But our event that we're helping with, this is... This is her biggest one that she's done so far. And I mean, we seriously have only had like two months to plan this and just the amount of help and attention that it's been getting so far has just been astounding. Excellent. Now, if anyone out there is a little bit concerned or whatnot saying, Hey, I've never heard of this. This is the first year that we've, that they've had the, the event like what Dollface has been doing. But this charity has been around for, for a while now. It has provided for quite a few families year after year, and it is one of the, the more legitimate ones you'll find out there, one of the more well-run and really well-organized uh, events you'll, or, sorry, organizations you'll find. So we are proud to be a part of it. Yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, she's she was just on uh, the news the other day about it. I mean, she's been interviewed by newspapers. There's multiple companies around um just uh, local businesses who are willing to donate for her just because she's already built a reputation we just as a geek community wanted to make this bigger and help her out just because there are so many different charities and we just basically wanted to gather everyone just for one big christmas event so this is kind of the first that we're doing you know i mean just in general um, and so it's really exciting. Everyone's just more than willing to help out, and it's it's really cool. I'll be dressed up as Minnie very, Mouse. Very, very cool. Well, hey, there's a reason to come and donate. Yeah. Oh, and Santa. There's Santa. Come on. 
But no, really. <laughs> just just gonna, is it just going to be a cosplayer? <laughs> is it really Santa or is it just a cosplayer? Uh, um, it's really If Santa. he wears a geek, if he wears something geek related, that's cosplay. But if not, then it's just, it's Santa. Maybe. Maybe Possibly. it would be Santa in cosplay. Yes, yes. See, Inception. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I was thinking more like Gandalf, but I like that better. It, well, it's true, though. Santa's a huge fan of Sailor Moon, you know? Oh, I know. <laughs> Every convention he can get we to. We talk about it all the time. Seriously. Really, we did. I mean, Colin knows. <laughs> Anime Bonsai. We, we met a really awesome Santa at Anime Bonsai. He was actually creepily good. Like, he fit it perfect. Yeah. And he was handing out breath mints. Yeah, he was really great. I was actually trying to get him to come out, and he didn't call me. He went missing. So I'm a little sad. <laughs> Santa's a jerk. I know. Thanks. Thanks, Santa. Look who, just got on, look who just got on the naughty list. <laughs> sad days. I'm the naughtiest. <laughs> um... That went somewhere. That went uncomfortable. Let's, uh, let's. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So again, November 29th at Matagogo. What time? Uh, from 5 to 9 p.m. Okay. Uh, if you want to donate and don't feel like coming out, well, it's your loss, but we still appreciate the donations. That's on GoFundMe. We'll provide the link. Um, there will be silent auctions, um, all sorts of shopping. There will be uh, events for the kids. Very family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got a food truck too. Yep, that's right. So food there's food trucks are awesome. Yeah, it's uh, they're called Chop City. So thank you guys so much for coming out. We really appreciate it. They have already been wonderful. The second I contacted them, it seriously was within like. Two, two to five minutes they're like nope no questions asked we'll do it and I'm like wow thanks so I'm excited it's a mix of Greek and um, Polynesian food well that sounds interesting yeah I mean that in a good way I realize that people use the word interesting for all sorts of different no that sounds good Kalua Kalua pork gyro. huh Kalua pork gyro yeah well <laughs> what won me over was that he said bacon so I'm like Ooh. you win yeah, that's okay. Greek bacon with this, or poly bacon, lamb bacon, bacon <laughs> lamb. Would that be lambkin? Could be lakin. This could be a whole new breed of bacon. All right, okay, uh, Dollface. We are so proud of you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, guys. I seriously uh, could have done it without you guys. <laughs> And in case anyone has been wondering where she has been, that I mean, she has been working her tush off. So we will let you get back to it because I know you have other calls you need to get to tonight. Yeah. Oh, we can't wait for you to return. Thank uh, you. But I know, once I again, everyone. everyone go out and let's support everyone this this winter season. It'll be great. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, in- <laughs> Into some other site news. Um, this week, the week we're recording right now, actually, is the launch of uh, Dr. Squishy's new show, The Moving Picture Show. Now, we had Squishy's comics and movies for a long time, but as it turns out, uh, Scam doesn't immediately evoke a sense of the cinema to people, so no <laughs> one's finding his show. Can't imagine why. It's weird, right? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, if uh, nothing's going to change, if you uh, have subscribed to his show, uh, it's just going to suddenly get a new 
album art and a new title and new theme music and just a better uh, sense of self. But if you haven't subscribed yet, you really should. Okay, you'll find him on our site. He's on Stitcher. He's on iTunes. He's everywhere we are. Start searching for The Moving Picture Show. All right, with Dr. Squishy. Uh, you'll find him here on StolenDroids.com every Friday. Um, he's also going to be on Krypton Radio as well. So, yay. Congratulations, Squishy. We are proud. We are. We're proud of everyone. We're just so full of proud. Yes, we are prouding well tonight. Prouding very well. Let's jump into headlines. We're all over the place. We really are. I was looking through these, and I was thinking, wow, this is a schizophrenic list. <laughs> I don't think there's any possible order we could follow for any of this. Uh, let's just wing it and see if we can segue, okay? Well, we'll have to break First out off, the sausage for the segues. Indeed. That sounded so wrong. Um, <laughs> yes, it I did. I don't know which how I feel about I this. <laughs> oh, Colin's new to the sausage. Colin has not <laughs> experienced Sausage. He's never he's never been sausaged before. Oh my gosh. He's like, what team did I, I sign up with? I don't know if I want to be sausage to you guys. <laughs> well, don't worry, once I we break we you in a bit. Back in here. Once we break you in a bit, you'll be able to sausage us, okay? We'll let you do it once too. Oh good. Once you've done it a couple times, it's the most natural thing to do on the air. I knew this show was going to just completely go downhill like this the minute (laughs) we started. So bad. And I have no objections. (laughs) The instant she signed off, the instant Dollface was gone. Yeah. Okay, we're sorry, everyone. uh, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm having a good time. You would. (laughs) Anyway, so Nokia has decided to return to the hardware world, and they have built themselves a new tablet. It is not running Windows, which is kind of interesting, uh, but they have built the new N1 tablet for a cool, cool low price of $250. That's not bad. Yeah, just under 8 inches. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's a smart-looking device. Yeah, I'm curious. I haven't really seen a lot of the the specs. I mean, it's 64-bit, 2.4-gig quad-core Intel Atom Z3580 with 2 gigs of RAM. But, I mean, I I don't pay a lot of attention to tablet specs just because I'm not in the market for a new tablet. So, But, I mean, those those specs look fairly solid to me. Yeah, yeah um, it, it is quite solid. It has the new USB Type C or Type Three or whatever it's called, the reversible USB plug. Ooh. Yeah, oh, I. This that. is the first device I've seen with it. Wait, so they have Thunderbolt in there? No. Oh. <laughs> they have. I can't tell if you're kidding app, or not. I'm so kidding. They they have Lollipop in there. Apple though. innovated this, guys. It's oh, yeah, all totally. innovation all the way. Now, the one thing that could kill it, at launch anyway, is the fact that even though it has Lollipop, it's using their own Z-Launcher, which they also launched to the general Android public this week. And if you haven't tried it, it's honestly, I think, worth checking out. It's a really bizarre take on the Android launcher. It's really fast, really smooth, and what it is is simply your most used apps in a small list on one screen. And that's all it is. Want to access something? draw a letter on the screen. The handwriting recognition is perfect. I've, I've 
thrown everything at it and it's caught everything and say I want to contact Colin. So I start writing out Colin and every activity that you could put there, you know, text Colin, call Colin, send an email to Colin starts to pop up. Or if for some reason I had a game that started with the word Colin for whatever reason, it would also jump to the top of the list. I know that sounds weird, but it's actually faster than navigating through a whole bunch of menus. It's worth checking out, but it's not for everyone. And having this tablet immediately saddled with it seems a little bit of an odd choice. Well, you know, we've seen some companies come in. I won't say any names or anything, but... uh You've experienced them, Zook. I've experienced them, where they've had a different take on the Android launcher, which, you know, whether it be just icons on the desktop, no app drawer, you know, things like that. We're starting to see some of this sort of weird stuff going on. Um, So maybe people will jump right on it and think, hey, this is awesome. And honestly, if you don't, it's freaking Android. Just get a new launcher. Yeah, no doubt. It's not hard. Anyway, it's kind of cool. It should be launching in 2015, just in time for the Chinese New Year. Again, prices start at $250, which is respectable for an 8-inch tablet that's actually thinner. It's slimmer than uh, iPad Mini 3, so that's pretty cool. Let's, uh, let's jump ahead into Android Lollipop, actually. Just today, some reports are coming down the pipe of Nexus users who are claiming that Lollipop is bricking their phones. Um, some people just can't call. Well, that's kind of a problem for a phone. Uh, some of them can't hop on Wi-Fi, which would be a problem for a tablet. Uh, in some cases, audio isn't working at all. This is unusual for an Android launch, right? Yes. It seems like it was really rushed out. Well, you know, it's interesting. Well, I don't think it was rushed out. I mean, it was teased and we had the previews for months and months out in the wild. So I don't know what happened here, but I was actually looking up something uh, yesterday on a Google groups, like their problem threads that they have for where people will say, Hey, I'm having problems with this or this. And I found a whole thing dedicated to the 2012 Nexus seven, which I have and people saying that it's just flat out unusable with the lollipop update. Now, thankfully, I'm not having any issues with mine. <laughs> thankfully. Oh, everything's okay then in the world. It, it right? really is. But there are a lot of people and Google's coming out and saying, "Oh, well, you need to just clear your cache. You need to do this. You need and I actually saw somebody call Google out. They said, "Look, you've got 300 people here complaining about the exact same thing. It's not a device that you issue. You put out a crappy build. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Oh, I don't know why I didn't think of that one. You see, this is why I'm glad LG decided to bite the bullet and take Lollipop first. That Technically, way, I guess they did. Us Samsung guys are it. safe. There's a bunch of Polish people just pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> They're so mad sitting there because they can't get their phone to work. And other people are just making Pollock jokes at him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is, I am very surprised by this in all honesty, because, you know, you expect a, a, a weird release every now and then, you know, but it's usually rectified within 
a day or two. We've seen Lollipop out in the wild now for a week and a half, two weeks, and there's there hasn't been an update to come through. They just keep pushing mm-hmm. out the, the 5.0 build. There's not a 5.0.1 or anything like that. So I'm very surprised that Google hasn't actually addressed this and acknowledged that, yes, there is an issue here. Here's what we're going to do. You know, it's... I keep telling, ex- expecting them to come back and say, "Well, you're holding it wrong" or something. The way that the way that they've handled this. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and to be honest, if anything's going to happen, it's going to be an issue with Lollipop, and the reason being is simply that. I, and Schmitty would be so much better if he were able to be here, but this is a whole new runtime. They've changed the core system, the way Android works. Yes. Okay, it's it's almost like you taking your car into a mechanic to be worked on, and they give it back to you and say, "Oh, here you are. It looks like the same car. Some things have been clean. We washed your windows, vacuumed the floor mats. Oh, and by the way, it runs on a hydrogen fuel cell now. Have fun. And by all theory, by all intents and purposes, hey, that sounds like a great idea. That's an upgrade in every way. Oh, but by the way, it may explode. Um." <laughs> And you can't get hydrogen anywhere you are. There's going to be some problems. And that's what's happening here. Under the hood, Lollipop is a huge update. You know, it almost doesn't even resemble the old runtime. So, I mean, if something's going to happen, it's going to be happening to those Nexus devices. Yeah. Which sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you you glad you beat me, huh? I'm so glad, though. Because, like I said, it runs great on my devices, but um, there are a few bugs that I've noticed, but they tend to be app-specific, like Facebook. Facebook will just close. I'll be looking. I'm like, what the crap? What happened to Facebook? Oh, it closed again. So, yeah, there's a few things, but they tend to be um, the the stuff I'm seeing more app-related as opposed to operating system-related. Yeah. Um, let's move on to some other Google news here. Uh, interesting this. Um, it turns out that Google just won a court case in San Francisco that states the software giant, the, the search engine giant, has First Amendment rights. That sounds like a no-brainer, right? That sounds like, well, of course, duh, this is America. Everyone has First Amendment rights. But here's the reason why I say that sounds odd. The company, Google, maintains the position that it is their First Amendment right to decide where people end up on a search engine, on a search result page. So if you're a competitor, they may push your result further down the search results or into the second page. Isn't that called... Instead of putting it... Isn't that called doing business? (laughs) We've we've taught we've skirted around this issue before in previous shows. You know, what do you expect from a search engine? Okay, um, I don't know. If it sounds like I don't know how to bring this up, it's because I don't. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's a business. They want to make money. They want to make money off of their stuff. So if you search maps, Google's going to return back Google Maps before it brings up anything else. Okay. However, the uh, a website called Coast News, which I'm assuming is a news site, is claiming that Google pushed their news sources further down the page than their own, even though 
if you went to Bing or Yahoo, which is stupid because Yahoo is Bing, they were one of the top search results. So the question becomes, I think the question remains, is that right? I mean, is that within Google's prerogative to do that? I would say yes. And if you don't like it, use a different search engine. Well, and that's the problem is the fact that as a company, Coast News can't control that. No, but users can. I don't know if you remember, I think it was a couple summers ago, they had the the Bing versus Google challenge where Mm -hmm. you could search for the exact same thing and see, you know, which one gave you the better results and it would say whether it was Bing or whether it was Google. I mean, consumers, which is what we are, we are consumers, have the prerogative to spend our time, our money, whatever it may be, with whomever we choose to. We don't have to use Google. We don't have to use Bing. We choose to. And if we don't like what they give us, then we don't need to use them. That's my thinking. So if you're if you're looking for information and you're noticing that sites that contain that information are not up at the top of the results, you're going to go elsewhere. I would. Colin, what are your thoughts here? Well, I mean, it's... It's their product. It's it's what they're they're selling. I mean, it's no one else has any say against how they really run it when it comes down to it. I mean, yeah, they're going to ask for feedback, but their results are going to come back no matter what because it's their product. See, and the funny thing is that to a degree, I guess I still look at search engines as just glorified yellow pages. Now, some of you kids out there, I realize, have no clue what the yellow pages are. You think it's some kind of racist joke, but it's not. It's okay. You can make it because you're Asian. (laughs) Exactly. Back in the day when you wanted to find, say, a plumber, you could look up plumbers in the yellow pages, and it would list them all there alphabetically. If they paid to be listed. No, no. They were listed always if they wanted an ad. Oh, true, true. Sorry. And see, that's the question. That That's how I view a search engine should be. And maybe that's just my idealized view. But if I search plumbers near me, sure, the people who paid for an ad, who paid for placement, should have ads that pop up suddenly. And that is the case. But otherwise, it should list them like a, like a, a directory would. So I guess that's maybe I'm just an old folky isn't, that way. Isn't that kind of what what ha- still happens, though? I mean, Google is paying for their own products to be at the top. Whether or not they're actually writing a check, you know, that's who knows. But it's a Google product. Therefore, Google is paying for it to exist. So to have Google up at the top of something, that's no different than the yellow pages i suppose you're right i guess i hadn't thought of it that way well i want to know what everyone else thinks feedback at stolen droids.com because it's kind of a it could go either way kind of moral question for the time being san francisco has ruled that it's totally legal so i guess the question's put to bed there but i'm still interested what other people think um let's talk about court some more shall we of course let's do it Excellent. We love court. Uh, In Baltimore, Maryland, 
there is a case going on. We don't really know the details of it. They're not uh, releasing too much, but it's a robbery case. And the prosecutors had some really awesome evidence, including um, a cell phone that was used in the robbery, the weapon. Uh, they were able to search a house and find a whole bunch of stuff. And the prosecutors, the people who had this evidence, ended up throwing out their own evidence. Which sounds a little bit weird. Until you find out that the court ended up asking the police department how they were able to find all this stuff. And when they said, we were able to track the phone, well, how? How were you able to track the phone? Um, we, we can't say. We can't tell you. We have a non-disclosure agreement with the FBI. To which the judge said, quote, you don't have a non-disclosure agreement with the court. Burn. And, bas- and basically threatened him with uh, being thrown into jail for contempt. And rather than have him face contempt charges, they instead dropped all the evidence. That's interesting. Yeah. I I mean, okay, so the mildly socialistic side of me states that, well, you know, it's law enforcement. If they were using the tools available to them, you know, to, I mean, the guy did it. They found the evidence using this tool. Shouldn't they be allowed that? But privacy advocates and, you know, the that side of me as well says, well, no, because what's to keep them from doing it for everyone? Yep. And that's the problem with this particular tool. They believe they're using what's called Stingray, which is an FBI phone tracking system, which has been ruled, I think, illegal in Maryland. Yeah, I think this is really interesting because, well, the fact that they would rather withdraw the evidence and risk the person getting away without some sort of punishment as opposed to saying, oh, this is how we did it. I find that extremely interesting and a little bit unnerving in all honesty, because if they're out there doing this and they don't want to say how they're doing it, what are they doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to to what extent are they going as far as invading other people's privacy at this point and then right right well and the reason being that it's such a problem and, and they say that they don't want to release details because they don't want to tell people how it works they don't want to have people find a way around it so it doesn't work anymore but the way stingray works if it was what they were using the system creates a phony cell tower and forces phones in the area to connect to it instead of the actual cell towers. And then it basically acts as a packet sniffer and reads all incoming data to the phones that are connected to it. And the reason why it's considered unconstitutional is because they can't control which phones are connecting to it. So, yeah, they may be looking for the child rapist who lives down the street from me, but if my phone connects to their phony cell tower, they've pulled all of my data, too. Do you remember a few months ago when we talked about a new cell phone that had detected a bunch of phony cell phone towers and how there'd been like 15 discovered in the month of September or something or August? I do remember that, yeah. Is this what they were doing? Is this what those fake cell phone towers were? Yeah, but not all of them may have been law enforcement. Yes, yes. But this is, ooh, it's all coming full circle now. The conspiracy theory nut in me is just screaming to be let out. 
<laughs> I find it I find it very interesting. Yeah, very 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 odd. Um in that area as well, a um a bill was introduced into Congress uh this past week that or the Senate, sorry, that was supposed to help uh stop the NSA from collecting phone records. It was supposed to basically rein in how the NSA collects its data. It was defeated by two votes. On the plus side, though, the NSA data center in Utah may be having their water shut off. So that there's a man, their bathrooms are going to stink. Yeah, there's there's a bill in in Utah right now that's gaining some traction that would basically shut down the data center. I'm okay yeah. with that. I joke about the bathrooms. The truth is, a data center needs water to keep the servers cool. If they don't have running, flowing, regular water, uh, those backup generators and backup coolers can only last so long before everything just shuts down. Yep. Uh, Data centers can actually melt. It's not an urban myth. They can melt to slag if they heat up too much. That would be interesting to see, especially if you could watch it happen like in real time. I'm fairly certain that if you're in any position to watch it happen in real time and you don't work there, you're getting arrested. Most likely. (laughs) And you're probably going to die from heat. Yes, exactly. You'll be like Terminator at the end of Terminator 2. Just Just the thumbs up as you sink into an HP ProLiant puddle. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, exactly. All right. Um, Sausage. Sausage. Okay, so Uber. Let's talk Uber. I don't think we've talked about Uber or Lyft at all on this show. For all the headlines they've been making in the world, they have not come up on our show. That could be true. Maybe because we don't really use their service because we have cars. I don't know. (laughs) We have a job. We have cars. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Did you just say everybody who doesn't have a car is unemployed? (laughs) No, no, because there's well, there's a lot of places where owning a car is actually not advantageous to you. True. Uh, in Utah, that's not the case. You know, I, I totally get living in New York or in downtown L.A. or anywhere, any large city where it makes no sense to have a car. I get that. But Uber and Lyft are, um, well, what's they're ride sharing is the actual term. But if you don't know what that is, the idea is, is that. You have an app on your phone or you have a number you call and you say, I need a ride. And whoever's in the area who happens to be an Uber Uber or Lyft driver respond back saying, I'll be there. I'll come give you a ride. And then you pay them and they just give you a ride. It started as a really neat idea to share resources, right? But then the people who started doing it became almost professional drivers. That became their job, which turned it into kind of a makeshift taxi service the problem is it's an unregulated taxi service so a lot of cities have been fighting back against them on top of that uber and lyft have been fighting each other as well and uber has now been fighting the tech journalism industry in a recent um meeting or party um the new york office decided to show off everyone god view Godview is a view that they have within the company that shows 
everyone who's currently riding around in an Uber car where they're at, who they are, and where they're going. Regardless of whether or not you gave permission for anyone to track your information. Is that something that's buried deep in their terms and conditions? No. No, it wasn't there at all. Uh, in fact, uh, they say they have a privacy policy, but they've never published what the privacy policy was until just recently. Interesting. Yeah. Well, if that's not damning enough, um, an Uber executive suggested this week that maybe the company should smear journalists who write critically of Uber since they can track their information now. Are we going to end up with an Uber gate? I'm so tired of the, of the gate thing. <laughs> so many gates. So many gates. I just get confused. Some of them are open. Some of them don't. Gamer gate. Uber gate. Sausage gate. I don't even know what we're talking about with sausages. Hey, a sausage moment. <laughs> since, since Colin is new here, and in case we have any other new listeners as well, a sausage moment is when there is no discernible way to segue from one story to another. When it is just such a jarring change where we jump from one thing to a completely unrelated thing, it's sausage. Gotcha. Which, which goes back to one of our earliest episodes where we managed to talk about sausage for the first 15 minutes of the show or so. <laughs> I think we said sausage like a total of 300 times in that episode. And this is sausage part D. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Maybe these executives shouldn't be so boastful about what sort of illegal activity they might be doing with their company. On top of that, evidently it's claimed that Uber execs have been filing false reports with Lyft. And the number currently stands at around 29,000 requests for Lyft. Basically saying, hey, I need a, I need a, sign into the Lyft app and saying, I need a ride. Can someone pick me up here? The Lyft driver goes there and there's no one there. Meanwhile, an Uber driver sweeps into the area that the Lyft driver just left. That's just dirty. Yeah. Now, of wow. course, Uber claims that Lyft has been doing the same thing. The problem is, is that they can prove that Uber has been doing it and they can't prove that Lyft has been doing it. Wow, that's that's super dirty. Clever. I don't know. Very clever. I get, I get bad feelings about this company all around. Well, I keep expecting to hear some like horrific story on the news regarding like some Uber driver slaughtering a family of four or something. You know that just wanted well, to ride was, home. There was the uh, I don't know which company it was with, but there was the case uh, just a couple weeks ago of someone got into one of these rideshare cars and the driver said, "Do you want to die?" Oh yeah, and, I remember that. That was here in Utah, and, wasn't it? Yeah, and the rider was like, "Ah, you know." Here's the problem when you don't have a regulated workforce when basically you just have volunteers who are getting paid to do this at their will. Yeah, this is where people wow. really want to um, be grateful that we have a Second Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know we have people, we have friends, you know, and even Zoner to a to a very large degree, like the idea of, well, we shouldn't be regulated. We don't need all these regulations. There's too many regulations. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes the regulations are there for a reason. For instance, if I wanted to do a, um, oh, I don't know, 
there's right there's crowdfunding there's crowd share there's ride share right there's file share let's do dental share yeah you want some dental work i'll volunteer to do it i'm not regulated in any way and you have no idea if i'm you know hey you got a you got an impacted molar someone's basement yeah you have an impacted molar yeah 50 bucks i'll do that saves you some money right there's a reason why some of these regulations exist I do not disagree with that. And I think, you know, the the whole Uber Lyft thing, I think it's a cool concept, but it scares the living crap out of me. Just there's so many things that can go so horribly wrong with it. So many things. Yeah. And what's really funny is a, a recent survey showed that uh, people are actually spending more money on Uber and Lyft rides than they would if they just took a taxi. See, I've taken taxis, not in Utah, but like I was in New Orleans in February. I took taxis. It's not a big deal. It's really not. You know the only problem with taking taxis, though? Taxi drivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you got you, Uber you drivers. really sketchy ones. This is true. This is all true. Maybe you should just buy your own freaking car. Um, now that I've insulted, you know, I don't know, 90% of the world. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I think we're, we've got a good track record tonight for just, let's see how many people we can piss off. Just so proud. Tons of proud, tons of sausage, tons of proud. Okay. Um, trust E, you don't know the name, or at least if you do, you don't think about it often. Trust E is that little seal you see on bank websites or eBay or PayPal or anything that really needs high security on a website. Um, they carry an SSL um, system that has been accepted as a high level of security and an industry standard. It has been for years. Okay. However, the FTC has been charging them with the fact that Evidently, they are not as secure as they claim to be, um, alleging that from t- 2006 until January of this of last year of 2013, trustee failed to conduct annual recertifications, even though the companies needed to. So there's over a thousand incidences doing this. Yeah, that's not good. Um, yeah. Even worse is the fact that Trustee was originally a nonprofit organization. It was just almost like a, a certifying body. You know, they didn't operate for profit. They just operated for their own operating costs and to make sure that everything remained secure. Well, in 2008, they became a for-profit company. And it was since that time that the company has failed to recertify companies, even though the companies are still paying them for certificates. So, um, yeah, not much you can do about it. However, um, they decided to settle and they'll be paying the FTC quite a bit of money back. Shouldn't they be paying their customers back? I I would imagine so. Yeah, that's kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah. Very, very, very weird. Oh, we missed a, we missed a court headline. Did we? We're kind well, of back in court. Let's sausage our way back to court. <laughs> that is a quick way to land you in court, actually. <laughs> okay, so here's an interesting scenario. Um, a personal trainer 
has been claiming that uh, she was injured and needs an insurance settlement. The insurance company is fighting it, of course. That's their job. Uh, saying, well, hey, you're a personal trainer. If you're still doing your job, then obviously you're not too injured. And her side is contending, I am not nearly as active as I used to be able to be. I can't actually do my job as well as I used to. I'm not nearly as active as you think I am. And to be fair, you don't need to be active to be a personal trainer. You just got to stand there and yell at people a lot. Yeah, just make them feel bad. You know, that's really all you have to do. So her defense or her lawyers are doing something very interesting. They're having her wear a Fitbit. Because that will track her activities. It'll track everything. And show exactly what she does and does not do during the day. I love it. I think it's brilliant. It's kind of genius, right? Oh, very. I mean, I think this should be used all the time, except for Colin. Yeah. It just wouldn't work. I twitch way too much. (laughs) (laughs) I've probably already twitched about 3,000 times since we've been on here. One for every sausage? Yeah. (laughs) One per sausage. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> and if, if somebody were watching you, they would just think, oh, he's got some good tunes. Right? Colin's Fitbit makes it out. seem like he's just dancing to Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Hey, I may have danced <laughs> to that earlier today. Not going to lie. Your arm still is. Sure is. Hey, it's T-Swift. Can't say if no anyone that. thinks that we're overly mean to Colin, they need to remember that we're actually this mean to all of each other. That's not a phrase, <laughs> but... I, th- I think it should be to each all, all of each other are here today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, this is really kind of interesting because uh, Fitbits are typically used for workout regimen, right? To see how you're doing in your workout or, or or whatnot. But wearables are becoming much cheaper and much more common. And it's kind of hard to fake that data. You know, actually, like uh, Fitbits are designed to not only be worn while you're working out, but also while you're not working out. So Precisely. You can, yeah, so you can track your activity throughout the day, even outside of your workouts. And I was wearing a fitness tracker for a few weeks um, over the last month, and I I thought it was very interesting to see just how lazy I actually am or am not on a given day. Um, and so I think I think it could really give some good insight into this. the The problem that I see is they don't have a baseline to go off of from before the injury. They don't have the Fitbit data from before to compare to say, yes, this is how active she was. This is how active she is now. There's a noticeable difference. That's, that's very true. That's yeah. the only thing that I see as being a real concern. But if they can still establish, hey, look, you you say she's active, but she's only taking 3,000 steps a day. That's like a computer person who sits at a desk. You know, that's not real active. Yeah, that that's me. Yeah, me already. I'm at like 4,800 steps for the day. And it's 1118 like, at yeah. night. <laughs> and I got up at like, I went to work at 730. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, I think this is just a really cool use of technology. So, and, you know, best of luck to her in that. Um, Let's go into other interesting technology. Softcard. Okay. Used to be ISIS. It's that uh, e wallet system. T Mobile does it. I think Verizon does it. No, Verizon doesn't do it. 
Right? No, Verizon or, does. Verizon does, and yes. AT&T. Uh, this is the one that they wanted to use instead of Google Wallet. And then the beheadings happened, and they had to rename itself. Well, Softcard is still trying to rebrand themselves, and so they have a new um, mascot, Tappy. Tappy is mildly terrifying. <laughs> um, he's really terrifying. And I don't want my phone anywhere near him because if you watch the video, he really likes it when you tap him. <laughs> they've got they've got a video here of Rowdy Roddy Piper actually meeting Tappy. Yeah, yeah he's uh, and like pulling things out of his kilt, taking things out of his pants or sweatshirt of some sort. Yeah, it's a kilt. It's a kilt. Really creepy. Um, yeah. In all of his videos, he makes a different sound when you tap him. Um, these these sounds aren't totally innocent. What the crap is Softcard thinking? Well, you know, Tappy looks like a Furby from hell. It looks oh like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now that you said that, oh my I gosh! Thought, I thought I escaped Furbies for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's it. That is oh, it. No. It looks like some demented Furby, and then you see Rowdy Roddy Piper. What the crap happened to this guy? And what's up with that hair? It looks like he's got a freaking like old lady wig on his head, man. But oh yeah, we've got we've got the demented Furby and Rowdy Roddy Piper. This is a commercial that's not going to be listed as one of the greats. No. No, and this mascot needs to be killed with fire. Really quickly. I see a yeah. lot of microwaves in its future. <laughs> Google <laughs> Wallet any day. Okay, um into some other interesting news. Comcast is starting out a new test deal. Uh it's in a limited area, so it probably isn't in yours. But if you are in um Huntsville and Mobile, Alabama, Atlanta, Augusta, Savannah, Georgia, Central Kentucky, uh, Maine, Mississippi, Knoxville, and Memphis, Tennessee, and Charleston, South Carolina. They are trying out a new flex cap. Okay. Normally, you get 300 gigabytes of transfer per month. Okay. That, that's your cap. And if you hit that cap, they kind of cut you off. Or they charge you, depending on which option you want. But they are willing to give you a discount if you don't use that much. If you don't use that much, they'll give you a $5 credit per month to drop you down to 5 gigabytes. Ooh. Hey, that's a $5 foot long. Hey, hey. Oh, but here's the problem. For every gigabyte you go over, it's another dollar. So essentially what this is, is for the price you're already paying, you could keep 300 gigs of transfer or for the price you're already paying 10. That's, that's so dirty. Yeah. I mean, that is, I expect nothing less from Comcast in all honesty, but uh, yeah, that's just, that's evil because how many people out there don't realize that when they stream a three-hour Netflix documentary in HD, they're done. They're done. Oh, yeah. You just use two gigs on your data. Easy. And yeah. This is taking over the TiVo industry. Netflix is completely just getting rid of that. 
Yeah. And, uh, what? L- let's assume that this is a fifty dollar a month plan. Okay. A fifty dollar a month plan is, I believe, about standard for home internet. Right? Maybe. It's a good round number, anyway. A five dollar discount. When is I was in Comcast, I was paying about fifty five a month. So yeah. Okay. Well, l- let's keep it fifty because I've already done the math for it. No. Um. <laughs> so for ten percent off. For ten percent off, you are losing ninety eight point three percent of the value. Why would anybody sign up for that? I honestly don't understand why you would fall for that. I mean, it's it's such an obvious scam. Yeah. How does the um, FCC allow this kind of stuff? Oh, that's right. Their head is former Comcast. Well, and most people are thinking, well, I, I never use up my, my five gigs on my Verizon plan. I, I would never, never use 300 gigs, right? Right, right. Oh, who who does that? Only gamers and hackers. Well, I don't do that. People don't fall for it. If you see a flex data plan being offered in your area and you're on Xfinity or Comcast, do not fall for it. it this is a racket. This is horrible. Speaking of racket, that's a good segue. Um, two companies have been found guilty. Um if you've ever been watching TV later at night or on more disreputable channels like sci-fi, um, you'll see different commercials for PC Optimizer or SpeedUpMyPC.com. And you can always tell because they're, they're the ones sitting there at an iMac getting the Windows 95 blue screen of death trying to convince you that as computers get older, they get slower. This is untrue. If you don't know how computers work, it may seem that way, but it's not true. Well, the FTC has brought two such companies to court and found that they have swindled mostly elderly people out of $120 million. Um, the seller, uh, one, one company has PC Cleaner. That's just its name. PC Cleaner. So if you've ever seen that software, you know it's fake. The other one, and I love this one, OMG Tech Help. That sounds legitimate. Sure, totally, right? I'd use it. Yeah. So um, basically, they they get into your system and they upsell you to get antivirus or some security software you don't actually need. Kind of like when you used to buy a computer from Circuit City. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I I was standing behind a lady one night. I was buying a new modem. She was buying a new PC. They were trying to upsell her on all of the virus and everything else to the tune of like $300. And I told her, I said, they're scamming you. This, this is a rip off. You can get it all for free on the internet. Yeah. The guy didn't like me saying that. Yeah. But Um, I felt dirty just listening to it. it, It's, it's a sad, sad case, but I'm glad to see some of these companies finally getting their comeuppance as it were. Yes. Oh, that's, that's bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, into our favorites this week. I told you it was a hodgepodge. Just an absolute mess of different headlines. So, um, my um, my favorite's a little bit unusual for us because it's a sports team thing. It, it's, it's the Utah Jazz. 
Now, that's our team, and I am a jazz fan, but we have a new coach, and his name's Quinn Snyder. This is an old thing. This happened last month, but during a preseason game against the LA Lakers where we destroyed them, um, Quinn Snyder, Coach Snyder, was, uh, was captured making an interesting face to the court. Um, and it was captured as a gif. And it is terrifying. Our new head coach looks like he should be a villain in Blade Runner. Okay. <laughs> he looks like he's about to rip Deckard's heart out. Um, and the memes have just kept coming. They've pasted his picture onto uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Uh, there's a picture of him with Harley Quinn's body. If there's a Quinn, his head's on it, just scowling. Uh, I can imagine, however, that this means that the Jazz will be doing very well this year for fear of him um, decapitating them, because this is a scary freaking guy. So definitely check it out. It's worth just a laugh that anyone can look that angry at a game. Is it my turn? Dang it. Hey, yes, it's your turn. On the list, mine's at the bottom, okay, guys? Come on now. <laughs> so, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity uh, released uh, this last week, and it had a ton of bugs in it. So, you'd be walking around, and randomly your face would disappear, so all you could see is your mouth uh, and your eyeballs, and that was it. And then... You would see people trying to ride carts with horses pulling it. All you would see is the person just rolling through the streets. And one time I decided, hey, let's swan dive off this building into a thing of hay, right? No biggie. Well, I go to swan dive and I hit the top of the building and get stuck. And then all of a sudden I, my body glitches and forces its way through it and into the hay. It's just like, what? So, now entering a physics-free zone. Yeah, exactly. It's like, parkour at its finest right there. I can't wait for the YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, you know they're going to be priceless. They're going to be great. Maybe you could Photoshop Quinn Snyder's face onto them. <laughs> Speaking of faces, see, I did a good segue there. Um, there is... In, unquestionably one of the best death scenes ever in the ra movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. If you have seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. It's when they open up the Ark and everybody's face melts and evil is released or whatever, re removed. Isn't cleansed. that the movie where Indy doesn't do anything? Yeah, pretty much. Um, It would all... It, it would all still no that that was um no that Last that's Crusade. that's Raiders no Last Crusade because well yeah that's true because the Nazis still would have ended up with it yeah um so yeah but that's beside the point anyways for those of you who like to have fire in your house contained in candle form they have come out with a tote I think that's how you say his name candle so you've got the Nazi Gestapo guy whose face melts, and you don't even need to open up the Ark of the Covenant to get his face to melt in the comfort of your own home. You just need to light his head on fire, and it will do it on its own. So this is one of the coolest candles I have ever seen in my life, 
and my birthday is coming up in a couple weeks. Just saying. <laughs> Very cool. All right, that is our episode this week. Um, again, feedback at StolenDroids.com or give us a call at 801-917-GEEK. We want to hear what you're thinking. Uh, until next time, cheers. Peace out. Good day. Yay, Colin. Woo-hoo. A big boy now. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.